Welcome to the Inspired Women Podcast. I am your host, women's empowerment coach and motivational speaker, Megan Hall. And on this podcast, I'm going to connect you with inspirational women who will share their real stories. And we're going to chat about topics relevant to women today. I'd love to continue to support you on your life's journey. Please join us in the Inspired Women community on Facebook. Thank you for tuning in today and enjoy the show. Happy Friday, everybody. Every Friday is a Friday over here on the Inspired Women podcast. And today, I wanted to talk about that fun thing that you might be on right now listening to this podcast. So it might seem kind of silly. It might seem kind of counterintuitive to do this, but it's so important. I'm talking about our phones. It's an addiction, guys. It really is, just like any other addiction. So what happens with our phones when we get text messages, when we get notifications, when we get all these things, we get a dopamine hit in our brain. Well, we start to cream more and more of that dopamine hit. So we're on our phones more and more and more. It is kind of like, not exactly like, but kind of like somebody who's addicted to drugs. Because somebody who's addicted to drugs, the same thing happens. Each time they do the, the drug, they get a dopamine hit to their brain, but they need more and more of the drug to get that dopamine hit again. So it is very, very, very important that we start to put boundaries between ourselves and our phones. We are addicted. We, I see it all the time. I see it where I'm out with friends and they're you know, texting on their phone or checking their social media, I'm sitting right there having dinner with them, right? Or I see it with my spouse, I'm trying to have a conversation with him and he is playing a game on his phone. You know, I'm guilty of it. So I'm not in any way, shape or form trying to shame people. I am absolutely guilty of this too, where my kids will ask me a question and I'm playing on my phone and answering on their question. I'm not really paying attention. That's the big problem is when we're on our phones, we're not paying attention to the world around us. We're not paying attention to the people around us. We're not paying attention and connecting with other human beings. And it is this, the phone is becoming so, so way more important to us than anything else out there. And we have to break this addiction cycle. We have to break this addiction addiction cycle. And I haven't announced this on a Friday yet, Friday yet, but I launched a membership site. I will actually link it up in the show notes. It is the inspiredwomencommunity.com, but it is a paid membership site where I'm gonna be putting all of my information, all of my knowledge, everything in there, adding new things multiple times a month, at least for the first year. You know, getting the information that's in my side my head out, it's kind of like a DIY coaching. So it's everything that I would teach my clients, but in this membership site, the difference between working with me as a coach and this membership site is it is not tailored to you. It is a, you know, all the information I know, but you have to be the one to tailor it to yourself. Now, if you worked with me one-on-one, I would make sure the things are tailored to you and your specific lifestyle and what's going on with you. So if you want to become a member, it is $9.99 a month and you'll be locked into that price until you cancel your membership or it's $99 a year. And with the yearly price, you actually get a free ticket to the Inspired Women Summit, which our first one will be next year. And it's going to be a really great uh, virtual conference to learn how to be the best version of yourself physically, mentally and emotionally. So with that being said, on that membership site, I actually have a video about uh, social media boundaries, which that plays a lot into our phone. I mean, we're constantly on social media on our phone. Social media is an addiction too. It's the same way. Every time we get a like or a comment, it is 
a dopamine hit to our brain. That's why we're always going back and we're checking, we're checking, we're checking. So there's a few things that are going to really help you with this. The first thing is put down the fucking phone, man. And don't just put it down. Put it in another room. Don't bring it with you. Leave it in the car. Put it in your purse. You know, it needs, there needs to be distance between you and this phone. And if there's not, guess what? (laughs) You're going to keep going on it. You know, there's a great thing called the do not disturb mode. You can turn it on. You can not see the phone blowing up with your calls or your text messages, especially if you're in the middle of doing something. I have a lot of entrepreneurs that listen. And guess what? If you are getting out of business and you are working, your phone should be out in do not disturb mode so that you're not getting disturbed in the middle of working. And you can actually, the great thing about do not disturb mode is you can add people to the list so that if they call through or if some number calls through twice, then they will, it'll ring through. I have my kids school on that. I have my husband, um, his work number and his cell phone number on there. So if you know, those are the kind of people that if I'm middle working and they ring through, then they're, that's the phone call I want to answer. But other people, not so much. I mean, there's, we carry our phones around thinking that like, what if something happens? Well, what did we do? Back when we, before there was cell phones that weren't big and bulky and, you know, these little tiny phones that we can carry around. Well, if we broke down on the side of the road, we walked to the next door or person's house and asked to use their phone, right? Uh, If if somebody had to get a hold of us and they couldn't, they would leave a voicemail on your answer machine. That's what they would do. If an emergency happened, then you would find out later. There's, it's rarely anything that you need to know right away. I mean, most emergencies, there's really nothing you can do at that time, right? So if your whole family's with you, why do you need your phone? Like your whole immediate family. Like if I'm out with my husband and my kids and stuff, there is no emergency that could happen that I could actually do anything for because the rest of my family lives in upstate New York. I can't like suddenly snap my fingers and be there. So there's nothing that can wait. Like, and we're so addicted to our phones. We feel like we constantly have to have them around. We constantly have to have all these dings and notifications and everything like that. Guess what? None of that shit is that important. None of it is. Like, even if you are an entrepreneur, like I am, and you feel like you need to respond to comments and stuff, do you really need to respond immediately? Do you really need to respond to that message immediately? And if you lose a client because you didn't respond to them within five minutes, Do you really want them as a client? Because they're probably going to be a little high maintenance. So let's be honest there. Like if you have, if you're not an entrepreneur and you have a job and your boss like needs a response immediately and you're not at work, then this is a relationship that needs to be rethunk. Like what if you're in the bathroom taking a shit? Like you're not going to answer your phone during that time. I mean, that sounds gross, but it's true. Like there are times like when we're taking showers or... Uh, say we're someplace that doesn't have cell signal, it still exists. Why would we have to be available 24 seven? We don't have to be. We don't have to be available 24 seven. If you're a doctor or nurse and you're on call, obviously you have to be available then, but you don't have to be available when you're not on call. Like there are things in this world we think that our, our phones are something we can't live without. But in all reality, we used to. We used to live without these things. And have phones improved our lives? Absolutely. Phones have absolutely improved our lives. 
they are so convenient. They help us so much. I mean, we have like mobile internet now. Mobile internet comes right with us. You know, we are able to get a hold of people no matter what. But I feel like what comes with that is people don't respect those boundaries. Like I put my phone on, on airplane mode when I go to bed every night. I mean, as long as my kids are home, I mean, obviously if my teenage daughter is outside the house, I would probably not have it on airplane mode I'd, because, you know, emergencies could happen. But in general, it is on airplane mode at night because there is not a freaking thing out there that I need to respond to while I'm sleeping. But we don't create these boundaries around our phone, around our social media. And then we come to resent people and resent this, this convenience because it is taking over our lives. And I made a, a Facebook Live video about this, but in it, you know, I said, like, we're losing our human connection because we're on our phones all the time. Like, how do you think it makes somebody feel if they're trying to talk to you and you have your phone in your face, right? How do you think it makes somebody feel if you're constantly checking your phone? The only time when I'm, when I'm with friends that I need to check my phone is if my husband or my oldest daughter are trying to get a hold of me because it might be an emergency situation. But other than that, no. No, I mean, I can return the other text messages and social media and all that stuff at a different time. I don't have to return it right now. I don't, but we think we do. Like we're trained to think that we have to be available all the time and we never take a break. We don't go anywhere without them. They're always connected to us at the hip. Like it's a, like a part of us, right? Like when it breaks or it like dies or we drop it in water, our whole life is coming to an end. It's not, it's not coming to an end. It's gonna be okay. It's all gonna be okay. And, but we don't think it's gonna be okay. And I'm really saying this, not just, not to be preachy, but to remind myself too, we have to take a break. We can't allow our phones to take over our lives. They don't have to be with us everywhere we go. I mean, in our pockets, and our hips. You know, I was reading an article before I hopped on here, and it literally said you need to create space between you and your phone. It shouldn't be always in your pocket, on your hip, in your hand. Like, create space. Leave it in another room. Put it, you know, leave it in your car. Uh, put it in your purse. Put it places where you're not constantly getting a hold of it. It's so important that we start to create these boundaries between us and these electronic devices. And the worst thing is, is we are, for us parents, we are raising a generation of kids that are attached. Like my kids, I mean, I'm shocked, shocked. I'm not here to judge you if you're one of these parents. Of the parents that buy their five-year-olds, their five-year-olds, an iPhone. Why does a five-year-old need an iPhone? A five-year-old does not, what, who are they going to call? Grandma? Like, oh my gosh, I get so, I, I just, I can't understand it. And I mean, maybe somebody listening can explain it to me so I understand, but I don't. I don't understand it. My kids won't get an iPhone, like get a cell phone until they're in middle school. 
right? Until they're in middle school and they're doing after school curricular activities and stuff like that, where they actually might need to get a hold of me after school, like when practice is done or something like that. Until then, I don't freaking need it. Um, my littles don't have an iPad except my middle daughter because her dad got it. Uh, but like, I, I'm not buying them. They don't need it, right? They don't need it. Like go outside and play kids. Like go read a book. Go Go do something. You don't, but we are training. Like technology is a part of their world. Like it, it is a very real part of their world. But we are the ones showing them how technology should be like treated. And we're the ones showing them whether or not uh, we should be attached to it and how we treat other people. And should we be having conversations with people with our phone, our phones in our face? Like it is up to us. We are raising, whether you have children or you're just, an adult who is around children, we're raising and we're showing the next generation, generation after that, what we should do with this technology. And I think we really do need to give ourselves a break every once in a while and be like, you know what, I'm just going to enjoy life today. And I'm not going to get on social media and I'm not going to get on my phone and I'm just not going to give a shit. So that it's not like, controlling our lives. It's not tethered to us. All right. It's so, so important that we create these boundaries around our phones. So they're not affecting our relationships with other people. So we're actually able to live a life without feeling like, I got to constantly check my phone. Like, what if somebody's trying to get a hold of me? (laughs) We freak out when like, we look at our phone. Oh my gosh, I missed this text message. What does it matter? Like, I have a friend who told me, she's like, I just put my phone on to not disturb mode all the time. She's like, that's why it, you know, it takes me like a day to get back to you because I don't, I, and then I only check it if I need to. She's like, there's really, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I love that. That's like the best thing ever. I really think that's so important that we create those kind of boundaries around our phone because do we really need to have it on and be available to people all the time? I don't think we do. I really don't think we do, but I'd love to hear what you think. I'd love for you to come over to the Inspired Women community and share with us, like, what do you think about this whole phone addiction, all of that? Like, what are some boundaries you have to create around your phone? How are you going to be capable of really taking back this control of your life and not allowing technology to be in control too. And I mean, in no way, shape or form am I judging you. I've been, I've done all these things that I've mentioned here, all of them, all of them. When I first got my iPhone, like, oh my gosh, it was like, uh, like I was always on it all the time. But I've learned how that makes other people feel more because I've been on the receiving end of that. So I would love to have you come to the Inspired Women community and share share, share. It's a place, a safe place to share. And thank you for listening. Don't forget to leave us a rating review. It helps us uh, rank in iTunes and other people to get to see us. So I hope you have a fabulous day. Bye guys. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of the Inspire Women podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, share this out with your friends and family, and join us in the Inspire Women community on Facebook. I'll catch you next week.